Hello, welcome to Two Broke Nerds, Two Friends Talking About Whatever the Hell We Want, because what else are we going to do in a never-ending pandemic? I'm Alec Kerr, and I'm a film geek. And I'm Brian McElhenney, and I'm, uh, yeah. You're I'm a, a dinosaur, dinosaur geek. Today. <laughs> um, is it still a pandemic? I don't like, know anymore. Like I don't, I can't figure it out. You know, it could rear its head any moment again, so I guess we can keep going with that intro. Yeah. But you know what? The pandemic might have killed the dinosaurs. It might have. <laughs> it might have. There was a pandemic could have killed them back way back when. Way back when. Have you seen the, the I know you don't watch Simpsons, but uh the Treehouse of Horror episode where he uh he uses a toaster to go back in time. Yes. I just watched that over Halloween. Yeah, and uh, I just love the one where he goes back and he sneezes on some on a T-Rex and it just like and it passes like keels over and then all these other dinosaurs next to him just start keeling over. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah but he's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think even when he's arrived, he's like, I just just don't move. It'll be fine. <laughs> right? I mean he really he really should have stayed in that universe where he comes back and they live in a mansion. And, like, if he had just stayed for, like, two seconds more, he would have realized that it rains donuts. Yep, yep. And he would have been happy for the rest of his life, but, yeah. He wound up in the, uh, lizard universe. Yeah, eh, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're gonna talk about, I mean, we talked about potentially doing, like, a whole episode de dedicated to dinosaurs, but then we realized, like, that was too much. So we're just gonna focus on... The Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movies. Yeah. People who listen to this podcast probably don't realize this, but I'm, I'm, did, do you know I'm a very big fan of dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, I was not aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I didn't realize this when you spent, like, how much money did you drop on that dinosaur toy? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> when we were shopping together. Oh! Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was kind of expensive. That was a lot of money. Yeah. It was like 40 bucks or something. Yeah, it was worth it, though. It's totally worth it. But you you were saying the other day when we were just talking that you haven't seen the uh, the latest Jurassic World movie, but you're, you're fine with buying the toys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I was thinking about it, and I was about to bring it up, because when the first Jurassic Park movie came out, we were little kids, I... I I bought like all the toys before I watched that movie. Yeah, it, it would like the watching the movie was kind of eh, okay. I was annoyed as a kid because it seemed like from watching all the other kids like who were obsessed with it, they were like, "Oh, and, like you'll kill some dinosaurs." I'm like, "I don't want to kill dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are cool. I want to watch dinosaurs eat people." Yeah. So of course I watched the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, dinosaurs do eat people. All right, cool. Like fuck the people. I was like dinosaurs all the way. And I will say, like, as the series went on, they moved further and further away from dinosaurs just eating people. But in the first one, it's like that lawyer just gets chomped, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And we were, we grew up in that era where, like, dinosaurs were everywhere because there were in the 90s and, and in the like early eight in the like late eighties, like there seemed like there was new dinosaurs being discovered like every other week. 
And I, I've talked about this before when we talked about my um, dinosaur comic book. Again, no idea that I was a dinosaur fan at all. Um, but, like, that was also, like, a huge renaissance in the science of dinosaurs. And that was kind of when we started realizing, oh, they weren't big, giant lizard things. They were actually more like birds. Um, so it led to, like, a huge renaissance in the way we pictured dinosaurs and the way we thought about dinosaurs. And that all kind of culminated, actually, in Jurassic Park because it was really the first um, popular culture depiction of dinosaurs as, you know, active bird-like creatures um, versus, you know, the, the plodding, tail-dragging moron lizards that we had seen in previous depictions on film. Right. Uh, I mean, they still looked lizardly, but they did, like, especially the raptors, they moved like, like ostracids, like they moved like birds. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, I mean, that was like, you know, there are issues with those dinosaurs, but at the time, those were pretty scientifically accurate. Like that T-Rex is kind of emaciated, but that's pretty accurate for what we thought a T-Rex looked like at the time. Uh, and a lot of people uh, have made this point that velociraptors are actually the size of chickens. But then, and I forget the name of it, but like a few years later, they discovered a raptor that was the size of the velociraptor. Yeah, I, yeah, I know the whole story because I remember I would get National Geographic, I think, and they had a huge article about it. And it was like the person who discovered it or like, you know, they were he was talking to someone who was working on the movie about the raptor they discovered. They're like, oh my god, you just, you found Spielberg's raptor. Because it was, you know, a raptor that was actually the size of the one that they referred to in the script as the big female. Um, it was the Utah raptor. Right. And, yeah, and it was, like, they discovered, it was literally like they discovered the, the Spielberg raptor because, like, it even had, like, this similar to the design. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it like yeah. The, so the um, the Velociraptors in the the movie were more based on uh, a larger species called Deinonychus, but even that wasn't quite as big. And when they found the Utah Raptor, that was the one that was that big. The thing is like twenty feet long. So, so yeah. And the Raptors were just the coolest thing in the first Jurassic Through the whole franchise, the Raptors have been the best thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Um, I, I would, what's funny to me is that they, they went the opposite with uh, the Dilophosaurus. Because those things are actually 20, 25 feet long. Um, and, and they decided to make them small. For right. whatever reason. I mean, I the birds in the movie are essentially a complete work of fiction because they they didn't have the fan. They didn't spit. Yeah, there's no there's no evidence of that. Um, and there really would be evidence. <laughs> yeah. People are like, well, how would you know? It's like, well, <laughs> you would see some kind of attachment point in the bones for a frill like that. You would see like hollowed out teeth or something in the mouth for the venom. And there's none of that. There's none of that. Yeah. And I, and I watched like some, uh, you know, a paleontologist do a breakdown of all the dinosaurs and, and said that there, there isn't even a feasible way for them to have spit venom like that. Like, it's just not factual at all. 
<laughs> no, it's not. It's not. There's a really cool video on YouTube that I found some years ago. Like someone had reconstructed, like this is probably what a T-Rex sounded like. And it's unnerving. Because it's not, it's not like a huge like lion roar or something. It's just like this unsettling, like growling, heavy breathing thing. Mm. It's just weird. <laughs> it's like, oh, creepy. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, like you couldn't even really hear it. It's like you more like felt it. And it's like, uh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about you but like i when jurassic park came out like i watched like all the behind the scenes things they talked about how they created the roar for the t-rex and it was like i think it was like a combination of a lion and like all the like i think a walrus it was all like these big animals and like for the raptors there was like dolphin in there and a bunch of other stuff yeah yeah i remember that um, I remember like watching some of the early because they were going to use stop motion before they went with CGI. Yeah, and it was just so interesting to see. And it's like that looks really good for stop motion, but it doesn't look real. No, and I think it was like I think it was called Go Motion. It was like the next level up from stop motion, so it didn't have that herky jerkiness. Yeah. It looked really yeah. smooth, but at the same time, it still didn't look as good as what they came up with yeah i think jurassic park is still to this day the pinnacle of cgi it's the pinnacle of what filmmakers have been able to accomplish because it's it's not flashy it looks real it's blended in a way that everything looks real you don't even think about the effects when you're watching it yeah and it's just perfectly integrated with the puppets, the animatronics, and like I think that's why maybe there's been better looking CG since then, but because it's so well integrated with all the other types of special effects, it just works better. Yeah, I mean, like Jurassic World might as well have been a cartoon. Yeah, compared comparatively speaking, or like you know, any of the Avengers movies are basically live action cartoons. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, I feel like Jurassic Park was the last time they really got, it was the last time it was really, it wasn't about what can we do with this technology, it was about how can we make this look real. Yeah, and you know, last Lost World 2 um, also. Yeah. Like that, because it wasn't until we got later into the franchise that they really started pushing the CG. Uh, Lost World still had a lot of really good animatronics and just really blending all the different styles of effects together. Yeah, yeah, and, and I get it because it's a lot easier to, you know, because the technology is advanced to the point where it's it's just easier and cheaper to do that rather than make a whole bunch of, you know, life-size T-Rex puppets and shit. So, yeah, yeah. Get, but it's, it looks disconnected from reality. Yeah. Uh, but so, having not seen the uh, the newest one, um, how would you rank the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movies? I mean, obviously, Jurassic Park's number one. Yeah, I mean, Jurassic Park and then the rest of them. Like, I... I <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, 
Maybe, I mean, I might put Jurassic World after Jurassic Park just because it was fun. Um, Lost World was fun too, but it kind of just, it kind of drags on and on and on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's Jurassic Park and then either Jurassic World or Lost World. One of those. Yeah. Jurassic Park 3 has kind of gone up in the years because, again, it's a, it's a stupid movie, but it's fun. Yeah, I've always thought that, like, the gr- the best thing about Jurassic Park 3 is that it is, like, I think it's under 90 minutes, and it's basically just pure dinosaur carnage the entire time. Right, it's it's very stupid. I mean, I think the, the things that bothered me as a kid were, like, um, there's a line where, like, it, like, Alan Grant says a line that, like, points to a much more interesting movie than we got where he's talking about like they're talking about like i don't remember a spinosaurus being on ingen's list he's like that's because it wasn't and it makes me wonder what else they're doing it's like ooh, spooky alan grant yeah (laughs) yeah that would have been a better movie but instead it's a throwaway line and like this 80 minute movie and it's like oh oh, well i mean yeah they were fucking around with other okay whatever yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's, it's a very stupid movie, but uh, we did get to see the the uh, uh, pteranodon pterodactyl scene, like the the pterodactyl aviary that was in the original Jurassic Park. We finally got to see that on screen, and that scene was um, actually really well done. Like it was creepy, it was atmospheric, like it felt like it felt like it could have fit into Jurassic Park. Yeah, I did. I do appreciate at least with the first three movies. And a little bit with, I guess, Jurassic World. They brought scenes from the original books that didn't make it into the movies at first. Like the like the Lost World opens with one of the opening scenes from the Jurassic Park book. Which yeah, is pretty cool. great. And then that scene from Jurassic Park 3 was in the original Jurassic Park. There's the motorcycle chase in the Lost World, that, or in Jurassic World that you've mentioned that is kind of from the Lost World, the book. Yeah. Yeah, so, I remember um, reading Lost World. I hadn't even read Jurassic Park, but like, I knew that uh, I'd seen them. I'd seen Jurassic Park. I knew that Lost World was coming out, and so I was like, "Okay, I'm going to read Lost World in anticipation of the movie," and really loved the book. And then, like, watched the movie, and I knew that the book, like, they got Michael Crichton to write the book just so they could make the movie. And then they basically entirely threw out his storyline. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I don't think Michael Crichton was very happy about that. I mean, other than, like, saving a couple character names for characters that basically had nothing to do with the characters in the books. Um, it was, yeah, it was nothing alike. Um, and obviously they both have Ian Malcolm as the lead actor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they basically had the same premise where it was like a rescue mission to get you know, uh, Ian Malkin's girlfriend or whatever, but <clears throat> they just ballooned the character list on both sides. Like, it was a really sparse, like, I think there was, like, two or three guys on the bad guy's side, two or three guys on the good guy's side, and that was it. And, like, yeah. they had so many more characters, and the only scene I remember being in the book that was in the movie was the rescue of the baby T-Rex and that whole thing on the cliff, which was the best scene in the movie. Yeah, and it was kind of the best scene in the books, too, so, you know. Uh, um, but to your point, like, I remember reading the book and that chase scene on the motorcycles and, like, 
uh, going in between the legs like the, of the, like uh, the Brontosaurus or whatever and thinking like, oh, my God, this will look so cool in a movie. And they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, like the movie kind of starts off and you kind of think they're going to go with, OK, this is sort of like the book. There's some different characters, but like, you know, there was an Eddie Carr in the books. Sarah Harding was obviously in the book. So it's like, we're, we're kind of following it. And then, like, that giant team from InGen shows up. Like, okay, we're just throwing the book out the window now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and when it first came out, like, I hated the whole bringing the T-Rex to San Francisco thing. Uh, and when I recently rewatched it, I was like, you know, this sequence is actually pretty good. The problem is it's completely disconnected from the rest of the movie. Yeah. I mean, they've been teasing that forever. Like, dinosaurs walk among us again, not just isolated on an island. And I guess they finally do it in Dominion, sort of, yes. Yeah, sort of, yes. But then, uh, okay, I'll, I'll get into Dominion a little bit. Like, because, yeah, they teased and teased and teased that this is going to be the big movie where dinosaurs are in the real world. And they are, but then they set the majority of the movie on a, at a dinosaur sanctuary, which is basically another Jurassic Park. Oh, and, God. Why? And like, why? And, like, the thing <laughs> is... I, I won't just completely dismiss the movie as being total shit because there was like some cool ideas like there's a sequence i think in like morocco or something um where they have underground dinosaur fighting like dog fights and i'm like that's a cool fucking idea yeah uh and then they had like uh chris pratt's character kind of being like a, a cowboy that has like has to wrangle all these different dinosaurs and i'm like that's a cool idea and yeah. But it's like, why, I, you know, I know they needed to come up with a plot, but like, you could have just literally strung together a bunch of vignettes of humans having to interact with dinosaurs in different settings, and that would be a perfectly fine movie. Yeah. Instead, they come up with some stupid plot about uh, mutant giant locusts. That sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, I've heard about that too, and it's like, why, why are giant bugs the star of this movie? Yeah, and the other frustrating thing with the movie is, like, when you finally get the characters from Jurassic Park and the characters from Jurassic World together, they're great together. They have great chemistry, there's funny dialogue. It takes, like, two hours for it to fucking happen, though. God. Uh, because they each have their separate plot lines. Uh, That's... And then it's like, how are we going to connect these plot lines? I don't know. Do it in the first 30 fucking minutes. Right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, um, that's what we're paying to see, is to see these characters interact. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not... I'll see it eventually, I'm sure. But, like, I'm not in a rush to see it, because uh, getting back to my rankings, the absolute worst of these was... What was it? Lost Kingdom? Fallen Kingdom? Fallen Kingdom. Just such a stupid. It was that was like stupid in a not fun way. Like this movie is not fun. It's actively unpleasant to watch. I laughed so hard at that little girl at the end when she releases all the dinosaurs and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you doing, bitch?" And she's oh, it's like, like a major character in Dominion. 
Oh god. And she's all she's all like, they're alive like me. I'm like, oh my god. Like what room of like writers? How long did it take them to come up with that? Oh no, yeah. It, the Dominion's gonna drive you fucking crazy because she's like a major character in it. And it's all about how she's a clone and she can relate to the dinosaurs and No. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, blue, and blue, because blue's a female. Blue has a little baby, and she's like best friends yeah. with the baby. Great, cool. Um, yeah, I, laughed. I laughed so hard at that line in that movie. It's like, yep. <laughs> I thing. just fucked the world because they're clones. Like they're alive, like me. <laughs> Here's the thing: I kind of like Fallen Kingdom in the sense that. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, like when I realized that and just accepted that, like, there's even a scene where they're, like, auctioning dinosaurs, and there's this guy with this over-the-top Russian accent, like, yes, I want dinosaur. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, and then there's even a part where one of, the like, the dinosaur, the mutant dinosaurs, like, hybrid dinosaur things, like, grins because he's gonna about to eat Vincent D'Onofrio or something, like, <laughs> oh yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, it's such a dumb. It's movie. dumb, but like I was like, okay, if I take this as a cartoon, it's fine. Like Ashley and I, like when we watch it, there's the uh, what's the dinosaur with the like uh, the thick head that like like batteries things. Pachycephalosaurus. Yes. Um, there's the scene where he's just like running into the walls and stuff, and we just go, "I'm a dinosaur." <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm a dinosaur, so we like it, but like not because it's good, but just because it's so stupid. It's bad, yeah. It's it's yeah. Like Chris Pratt is just like generic action hero in all these movies. It's just so yeah, bad. yeah. Uh, but Jurassic World, and that's why it's kind of frustrating with these sequels because Jurassic World kind of did set up some potential and they kind of just squander it because they keep setting up over and over again that it's going to be dinosaurs in the real world and like they never pay it off and it's just yeah, so every single movie has done this since jurassic park every single movie the last lost world obviously does it with the t-rex like storming through san diego um jurassic park 3 you get the pteranodons flying off and alan grant makes some stupid alan grant comment um, and then in Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic World, it's like, yeah, the, the park is again destroyed, um, and the dinosaurs are all presumably going to escape the island. And then the same thing happens, and it's just over and over again, they keep teasing it. It's like, shouldn't there be dinosaurs all over the world, like, 20 times over by now? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> whatever. Dominion comes the closest to actually delivering on it, but it's just random scenes. And what really pisses me off with Dominion is, and they put it in all the trailers, was there was an attack scene at a drive-in movie theater. And they just released it as a prologue. It's not actually part of the fucking movie. It's a separate little short movie. Okay. And then there was another separate little short movie about a dinosaur attack at like a campground. So it's like... Like I said earlier, it's all these little vignettes, and it's like, they didn't put them in the fucking movie, though. They just released them separate, and then came up with this stupid plot about the fucking bugs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we want to see 
dinosaurs in the real world. That's what we want. Yeah. I mean, I think this all goes to like Jurassic Park, the original movie and the book. I mean, it's an inherently unfranchisable concept. There's like no need for a franchise around these movies. No. It's just, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fine, um, but, like, the first, the first movie is so good, and it does exactly what it needs to do, and it says exactly what it needs to say, and it, it, the message is clear, and every other movie after that, like, does not have that, there's no message other than dinosaurs eat people. Like, there's no message. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think at the beginning of the pandemic, we binge watched all, all what all five movies at the time, uh, mm-hmm. and Jurassic Park, uh, hands uh, like hands above all, all the others. Like, yeah, it's such it's one of those like movies that you can genuinely say is probably a perfect movie. Like, it does everything right. The It's suspenseful, the action works, the humor works, the character development, it's all there. And then the others, they each have their moments, but none of them are as focused as that first movie. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason for any of the other ones. So, I mean, like, as you said, some of them have fun moments, so it's, it's cool, but yeah. Uh, the thing Jurassic World had for it was an actual functioning park with people at it, and then the dinosaurs break loose. Like, that was a fun concept. Yeah, and it's it's also a giant cartoon. Um, yes. Just, just so everyone is aware, like, Mosasaurus was not 600 feet long. They couldn't swallow a blue whale hole or however fucking big it is in them because that's way too big. Yeah. <laughs> you look at that thing and that thing is like Godzilla. <laughs> like, it's like, no, no animal could ever be that big ever in the world. <laughs> yeah. And kept in a tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's going to stay in a tank. <laughs> uh, so amazing. Also, they. Like, they did the T-Rex dirty because they kept trying to, like, get a bigger and badder dinosaur. There is no bigger or badder dinosaur. Yeah. Like, okay, Spinosaurus was longer. Giganotosaurus was longer, maybe taller. Maybe it weighed a little more. But, like, you have to look at the actual skeletons of these animals. And, like, Giganotosaurus is like a svelte supermodel. (laughs) T-Rex is built like a fucking tank. Yeah. Like, just look at their skeletons. Like, look at the skeletons of these dinosaurs compared to each other. And, like, the T-Rex is, like, clearly freaking, like, football player compared to all the other ones. Like, its bones are, like, hugely more massive. Its teeth were designed to break bone. Like, these other dinosaurs don't stand a chance. There's no way that a Spinosaurus could ever break a T-Rex's neck. Because that first bite that the T-Rex takes of the Spinosaurus in that fight it would have went down and it would have stayed down. Yeah, and that was the thing with Jurassic Park 3 that everyone was like, bullshit! Fucking T-Rex is dead? Fuck you! 
Yeah, and it, it's just unrealistic, and it's because they, you know, it's it's this happens with any action movie. It's like you you've got to keep building on the suspense, and you got to have a bigger and badder. It's like, well, there is no bigger and badder, right? And that's why they had to make these like mutant hybrid dinosaurs that were bigger and badder because that was the only way they could really do it. And like, so these made up mutant dinosaurs are just silly. Yeah. Yeah. Very silly. Um, but they, you know, after doing the T-Rex dirty in Jurassic Park three, they did have the redemption with Jurassic world. And there was that great fight with their made up fucking dinosaur and I remember when, like, they brought out the T-Rex, and it was supposed to be the T-Rex from the original Jurassic Park. Uh, I was like, fuck yes! <laughs> and, like, <laughs> team up with the raptors, and it was like, this is, like, dumb, but in the best possible fucking way. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that Steve needed at the end was, like, the T-Rex and the Velociraptor high-five each other. <laughs> or, like, they just, like, wink at each other. So. <laughs> yeah, they do have, like, a head nod moment, and I was like, alright, that's cool. <laughs> right? so stupid <laughs> but i loved it and i was cheering in the movie theater i was like yes <laughs> yeah, yeah i was i was laughing and cheering and yeah it was fun yeah 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 so like jurassic world uh you know and like dominion it is like dominion is like a bad saturday morning cartoon uh but jurassic world is like a good, like a solid, like Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it's it's an eminently watchable Saturday morning cartoon, except for those stupid kids. Yeah, they always have stupid kids in those movies. I mean, well, uh, Tim and Lexi were actually pretty good characters, but yeah, because they were actual characters. <laughs> the kids in these other movies are just kind of like there, just yeah. there, so you have scared kids running around. Yeah, Ian Malcolm's daughter was, eh. Yeah, I mean, she did some killer gymnastics. Yeah, and everyone makes fun of that, like, oh my god, that's so stupid. I'm like, I remember watching that as a kid and thinking, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do in that situation? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if I knew how to do gymnastics, I would gymnast the kick of a velociraptor. Right again, like, you, what are your options here? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta use your skill sets. Yeah, exactly. I do. It the thing with Jurassic Park that's aged so badly, and I think even then it was like, this is not how this works at all. Is Lexi <laughs> hacking the computer system? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I know how to do this. Computer hacking in movies in general. Just it's it's all like, and again, it's it's like like how every industry in movies basically looks like the movie making industry because these people don't know any other industries. Yeah, it's amazing. It just remind again. It reminds me of uh, Batman v Superman, where uh, Perry White walks in. He's like, Clark, you're on sports today. That's <laughs> not, not how it works ever. <laughs> Yeah, so again, Hollywood doesn't know how things work. No. You know, this is off topic, but at the very least, in that in that Batman v Superman scenario, 
the very least, he'd have to be like, Clark, do you know anything about sports? Yeah, I know a little. Okay, go cover this story for me. Not like, this is your beat today. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, we don't, we don't trade beats like that. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't know anything about sports, it'd be like, uh, I don't know what to, uh, the guy with the ball just got hit by a puck. <laughs> the ball guy, he ran. The ball. the ball guy ran, and then they blew a whistle, and the game stopped for five minutes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me covering a football game. So they, uh. They ran down the field a little bit, then there was a whistle, and they stopped, and then they started playing again, and uh, they stopped again, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Someone scored a goal because everyone's cheering. This is basketball. Yay, <laughs> sports. We know sports. Yay! Yay! <laughs> The funny thing is, I do like sports movies, but it's probably because all the boring shit is cut out of them. Right, yeah. It, it depends on the sports movie. But yeah, there's some good sports movies. What else? I don't know what else to say about Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. I mean, yeah, I could, I could give you an entire list of what's wrong with all the dinosaurs, but we don't need to do that. No, no. Oh, oh the, the, the nice thing I will say about Dominion, and I didn't hate it, they actually do have a dinosaur with feathers. Right, the pyroraptor. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe it was, was it the pyroraptor? I don't know. They had one that was kind of bird-like that had feathers. They had the Therizinosaurus, too, that had feathers. Yeah, that's it. That was it. Yeah. Um, that, I, was, I was excited that they had a Therizinosaurus in this movie and a, a Giganotosaurus, because that meant I got to buy toys of those. <laughs> So I now have a Therizinosaurus story, and I have a giant Giganotosaurus uh, story. And that that scene with that dinosaur, it's good. Like there, there are isolated scenes in that movie that are that are good, but it's like a two and a half hour long movie, and it's like there's probably maybe an hour worth of good material in it, and it's like you just have to sit through so much bullshit. Yeah, I mean, who who was the person who decided that these movies all have to be this fucking long? Now, yeah, I don't know. Like, why are these movies all so fucking long? Did you see the Black Panther movie? I didn't see it. Yet. I was just about to say that. Like, everyone's like, "Oh my god, you need to see Black Panther. It's so good." And I'm like, "Yeah, I want to see it, but at the same time, it's three hours long, and I know they have a lot of ground to cover because they have to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman, and they have to." set up whatever new villain they have and who's going to be the new Black Panther, but three hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, I also sit down and binge watch, like, a series. Like, there's the new Wednesday series on Netflix, which is eight episodes long, and they're all 45 minutes long. And I binge watch that in a day because it was really fucking good. Yeah, well, I mean, that's also serialized, so. Then again, I couldn't make it through the Lord of the Rings thing. I'm still halfway through it, and I don't think I'm going to finish it, so. Yeah, I started watching, there's a new Willow series, and I I enjoyed Willow as a kid, and Warwick Davis is uh, is is great, so I started watching that, and, like, I was thinking, like, I feel more comfortable watching Willow over Lord of the Rings, because... Willow was one movie 
there is no mythology to fuck up. They can make up whatever they want because it's a made up universe. Like they are all made up universe, but I mean, like I know a lot of people have been complaining about Lord of the Rings because they keep fucking it up because there's this whole backstory universe that exists that they're not using and they're just making shit up. So I'd rather watch Willow where if they make shit up, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the making shit up, I think, is secondary to just the fact that the writing isn't very good. And it's like, you can you can say that it's a Tolkien thing, but without Tolkien's actual words, I mean, then you're just making up generic fantasy shit. Right. And it's not very good. <laughs> or just, it didn't hold my attention. It was just like, okay. So, in that sense, <laughs> I'd rather watch generic fantasy shit that's Willow that I don't have to feel like, oh, well, you're bastardizing the characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my justification for not watching Lord of the Rings. I'm going to watch Willow instead. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it needs much justification other than this is not very good and not worth watching. <laughs> for the two and a half of you that this is where you get your entertainment news, I'm sorry. We're so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was looking at the Spotify wrap up for our, our show, and like somehow we're in the top five for somebody's like podcast. I'm like, how? Cool. It's probably mine. How, how is that possible? And somebody listens to us in Belgium. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably mine because I, I, I don't listen to podcasts. Well, actually, I think it said we're the top five for six people. I'm like, who are these six people? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. I want to know, and I want to find the person, our one fan in like Belgium, and just be like, bonjour. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's the language they speak. Though. They speak. They speak French in Belgium. Do they? Yeah. There's. Okay. It's half half Belgian, half French, half Dutch. I don't fucking know. It's fucking Europeans. Anyway. <laughs> Europeans. But no, I have a friend who is from Belgium, and she was from the French side of Belgium. But then okay. they maybe, Well, side. maybe it's her Maybe it's her listening to it. Then. Maybe it is. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Hi, Alex, friend in Belgium. <laughs> I don't really hate Europe. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so now you know our analytics, everybody. Yay. So uh, I guess I've got to stop saying two and a half people. I guess it's six people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how the analytics work because, like, if I go onto Anchor, it says that only, like, 16 people listen to the episode, but then Spotify says more people are listening, so who the fuck knows? I don't know. They're probably all bots. Probably. Thanks, thanks robots, for yeah. listening. 1-1-0-0-0-1-1-0-1. 1-0-1-1-1-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-